0: So what's up? How you doing?
1: I'm pretty good, you know. Um, it's raining here still. It's been raining for a week, and I'm sick of it.
0: Um, that sounds kind of nice. It's been nothing but, it, it's been nothing but just like blazing hot. Not not even really that hot days. Like, hold oh, on, I'm pulling up a temperature conversion so I can do, <laughs> so I can have this conversation with you.
1: Just say a number, and I'll go. Wow, yeah, <laughs> go
0: I on, understand
1: on. Fahrenheit. Yeah.
0: It's been like twenty. It's been like you know twenty six, twenty to twenty eight ish here, which is not that's that bad, nice.
1: That's sort of like but, nice weather, yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's been like humid as hell, so it's been like very swimming, and the sun's been very hot. Mm. I've been dying for some rain. We're due for some like next weekend, but that's a whole ass week from now.
1: Yeah, it's like when it's raining, I want it to be sunny, but as soon as it gets sunny again, I'm gonna want it to rain. Yeah. Just, I guess I'm a glass empty kind of person <laughs> um, Not even all? half empty Just completely empty
0: <laughs> um, This glass ain't got no water in it yeah, what it's the a, fuck? It's, I've
1: drunk the glass And now I'm just sad So <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like the feeling that you get After you empty out a, a container of Oreos
1: yeah, you're like, like, oh,
0: fuck, I don't have any Oreos anymore. This there's no sucks. Oreos.
1: I'm full of Oreo, but this is empty of Oreo. So philosophically, <laughs> what does that mean for me? You know,
0: Dude, this might just be a me thing. I don't know if it is, but like when you open like a, a thing of Oreos or chips or whatever, do you ever just think to yourself, wow, this is so full. There's no way I'm ever going to. There's still there's so much of this ahead of me. And then you get to the end. And you're like, where the fuck did all the food go? There was so much food in here
1: yeah if I open like a bag of crisps I'm like, wow, there's just like so much potential here there's potential right. snack exactly. energy yes. but then I convert that potential snack energy into Charlotte energy <laughs> and, and then that where am I going with this and then the chip <laughs> packet is just and completely <laughs> empty yeah, and I should blood. I should be full afterwards but I'm not I'm still empty so
0: yeah I I'm, I'm constantly craving more hot chips.
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: It is, it is <laughs> human nature is to desire as many Uts Hot Chips as you can possibly <laughs> consume.
1: But there's never enough. There's never it, enough to completely fill a person because, you know, spiritually, it's not actually rewarding you. you yeah. Just, you, you just
0: think you can, it will. There is a there is a hole in my heart that that no amount of Uts Hot Chips can ever fill. I know. And by, and by my heart, I do mean my stomach. <laughs> And the whole and, and the, whole is, the whole is hole is the hole is my butthole that's where the poop goes god damn it this is
1: <laughs> this is truly the tragedy of the human condition really I think really like I think we solved it
0: like you know how bears cork their butthole when they go into hibernation for the winter yes like that but just like like just pop that in and then just eat a hot, uh, hot chip and be fine for the rest of my days.
1: That's me at the beginning of like a depression period. I'm like, I've gotta, I've gotta not leave this room, so I've gotta clog up first, so <laughs> I, I don't have to leave at any time. Just yeah. like that. Ber- yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, off to a fucking rollicking good start this episode.
1: <laughs> Excellent, because we have so much fun to talk about.
0: We really do. Speaking of which, let's get into this movie. Yeah. Good morning, everyone it's your number one Pirates of the Caribbean like podcast I'm Sarah and I'm joined this week by friend of the show Chaz
1: Hello I'm Chaz uh good to be here
0: yeah glad to have you I uh, uh, so Chaz whenever someone's on the show for the first time we have them talk about their history with horror movies what like any subgenres they're particularly fond of so mm. if you want to go ahead and give us that rundown.
1: Okay, so, um, as a child, I was very afraid of horror movies. Um, probably unreasonably so. Uh
0: Uh-huh, yeah. Um,
1: I was sort of a kid, I would see a trailer for a horror movie, like, on YouTube, or before a film or something, and I would get Mm -hmm. incredibly freaked out by the trailer, and I would be like, this is horrifying, I don't want (laughs) to, I don't want to think about this.
0: I've told this story countless times, but, uh, because that's a common thread with guests on this podcast, but, um... When I was, I, I don't know, I would have been like 12 or 13 when I saw this trailer, but the trailer for the Kiefer Sutherland horror movie Mirrors, I saw that trailer once, and I was afraid to walk past a mirror for the next year of my life.
1: Okay. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I'm really bad with body horror. um, mm. So... I, I think I saw I can't even remember what film it was, but it was some sort of horror film about possession where a girl like looks down her throat and there's like fingers down her throat and I just thought about that for like two weeks and it and it haunted me. Um, fingers
0: down her throat Saturday.
1: Yeah, exactly. You see, it should be appealing, <laughs> but it wasn't. Um and, and then as fingers I down,
0: be, fingers down her throat to retrieve uh, the, the, the bolus of Utz hot chip.
1: Mm-hmm. But you you can never put your fingers far enough down to get it, so.
0: Yeah, you can um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, so as I became a teenager, I started watching... Um, never, like... I was never into, like, gore films.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I was really into sort of spooky films. Um, I saw this film when I was very young and I thought it was the scariest mm. thing I'd ever seen in my entire life.
0: Yeah, um. <laughs> I can see I, There are definitely some parts where I can see Where that was coming from I think it's um, There's a lot of bug horror in this movie There's a lot of yes. horse horror in this movie
1: Yeah and I think it does work quite well In playing off like childhood fears Which is what fairy definitely. tales kind of are
0: Like like bugs and horses
1: Yeah horses Being swallowed by a horse Hole <laughs> um. Listen are you seeing their mouths Uh huh Uh, but with the spiders on the horse yeah um and i guess now i will watch horror movies but i tend to prefer sort of more art horror movies or just Uh incredibly camp horror movies those are like right i I mean i know that's most horror movies but
0: (laughs) you should watch dude bro party massacre three if you're interested in camp
1: um it sounds good
0: it so. is. It's. It's. We did an episode on it a couple of weeks ago. It's about. It's a. It's a made by the guys who made who made five second films, and the movie's a lot more than the, movie, the movie's a lot longer than five seconds. But it's pretty funny. Okay.
1: <laughs> I will check it out. I think. Nice. Yeah. Um. I was definitely also very scared of Slender Man because I watched Marble Hornets as a mm-hmm. teen. And yeah.
0: Did, did... We were all. A f- Hope we were all it. afraid of them. Yeah. yeah, we were all afraid of that man. I watched four. Yeah. I watched like four episodes of Marble Hornets as a teen, and I got to the, and I got to the one where like the Slender Man is outside the guy's apartment and just like looking yes. in the window, and I was like, okay, that's enough for me. That's enough. I'm. I'm just yeah. gonna punch out.
1: Basi- I basically stopped looking out the window at night for like yeah. three months, just yeah. in case he was like under the streetlight. I was like, I can't. I can't look out the window. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like the uh, like there whether or not he was under the street light was gonna be completely influenced on whether or not you looked.
1: Well, you sure, know, the whole sure, the whole Slender, 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 Man,
0: Slender
1: Man. You know, Slenderman lore is the more you uh, the more you pay attention to Slender Man, the more he goes for you. Right.
0: So. The more the more views he gets, the more viral he becomes.
1: <laughs> exactly. He is truly the essence of an internet monster.
0: Yeah, I absolutely. Think. Yeah. <sighs> but, uh, so I called this the Pirates of the Caribbean-like podcast, because this movie does very, very much feel like a Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's not just because, um, fucking what's his name? It's not just because Mackenzie Crook is in this, who was one of the two funny pirates from those movies, the one whose yeah. eye kept falling out of his head. Mm. But, uh, this movie just does very, feel, like, it has, like, a Pirates of the Caribbean, like, the the movie, not the ride, to be clear. Okay. Um. It, it it has a very Pirates of the Caribbean vibe And I don't know if you've seen those movies But I, the, the that VHS, The Curse of the Black Pearl Was a VHS that was on constant rotation At my house as a child Yeah,
1: mine too Um, I think we watched it every day for like Two weeks <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Oh yeah
1: Yeah, we just, we loved Pirates I get what you mean, it's got a very it's, I guess it's like a sort of Comedic, but also with Horror elements vibe That's yeah. a bit similar Yeah
0: and like like y horror vibes. Yeah. Uh, and also Mackenzie Crook is in it.
1: And also it's about hating the French. So
0: it is, man. <laughs> the two thousands had a the two thousands really had an issue with the French, huh? Uh huh. I've
1: I've uh, I've come up with a reading of this film, which is that it's about invasion narratives. Okay. Um, so. You know the French invade Germany, and it's it's portrayed very negatively by this movie, which understandable.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but similarly, the witch in the tower, she's um, her people invaded and killed all the pagans, and that's true. She's using like this pagan ritual, so it's like you know generations of invasion and like yeah. destruction, and then they try and, then, and burn the forest, which is yeah, you know. Yeah,
0: they they yeah they try and burn and the countryside.
1: Yeah. Exactly.
0: But. This movie starts with, uh, a <laughs> such a, th- like, you know how at the start of Parts of the Caribbean there's that scene with young Elizabeth Swan, and they find Will Turner, like, on a raft, like, baby yeah. Will on a raft? Like, that feels like a throwaway to me. This is, like, that times a billion, honestly. <laughs> it's, like, because all we get, it's it's once upon a time in vampire times, uh... And then it's like, "Hey, Will, your sister's dying." Oh, woe is me! I'm your mother. And uh, Jacob comes back from the the, the market, and it's like, "Oh, hey, I got some magic beans." Uh, and then Will kicks the shit out of him. And then we like hard cut to the title card. Yeah. So and that's it. That's... <laughs> we the only reason it's there is because they make like twelve different references during the movie to Jacob's magic beans. But like they don't, they, I don't think that I don't think this scene lasts a whole minute before they just like re- like abruptly cut away and then we jump forward fifteen years.
1: Well, it's you know it's setting up Jacob's like belief in fairy tales, you know, and also that baggage in that he basically kills their sister by buying beans.
0: Um, right, no, I think... not not to imply that the scene. I, I think the the scene has purpose. It's just yeah, like yeah.
1: The, the oh, it's very bad,
0: bad, very bad. This this.
1: There's two things in this movie, which is one, the sort of audio replacement is really bad, mm-hmm. and happens all the time, and two, the accents are just completely inconsistent and almost random.
0: Yeah, I've <laughs> Peter Stormare is. I love Peter Stormare in this movie. I need to. I need to say like I. Lo- he is just absolutely like devouring the scenery, and it's uh-huh. so good.
1: <laughs> but his I
0: accent mean... is.
1: Everyone in this film is sort of playing a very heightened character, I think. There's right. a lot of, <laughs> Peter Peter a lot of acting Man. going
0: on. Oh yeah, there's so much acting.
1: Yeah, the screen so, is full of acting.
0: Oh yeah, just just stem to stern acting.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's bleeding off the screen.
0: Um. So yeah, we go forward 15 years, and we go to this French town where the Grimm brothers have rolled up, and it's being haunted by a witch. Ooh... Ooh. And the brothers are like, well, you should have buried her in a mirror thi- in a mirror casket, idiots, motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> Who doesn't know that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they square up with the witch. They, like, hole up in a barn, and they are like, okay, we're gonna wait for her. We're gonna fight her. And then there's, like, this big, like, set-piece action moment of them fighting the witch. And the witch turns, makes them turn their guns on each other, which is foreshadowing, I yeah. guess.
1: I think this whole scene is kind of foreshadowing
0: maybe that that may, that would make sense they got um, the whole but,
1: like don't look into her eyes thing where they're like don't look into her eyes she can control you which repeats yeah at the yeah
0: end. yeah yeah that's true um there there's a, a line that i thought I, I was i i did not know the rub of this movie going into it uh <laughs> so i was i i was like when they said we're brothers damn it be a grim and fight i like rolled my eyes so hard (laughs) but in in retrospect that that's actually a pretty good line given the conceit of this movie Uh (laughs) (laughs)
1: uh-huh yeah it's like you you go in and you're like is this supernatural uh (laughs) is this the tv series supernatural and is this sam and dean and the answer is kind of yes (laughs)
0: But kind of no
1: Yes, exactly
0: God, ugh, Supernatural I spend too much time thinking about that show
1: Well, the amount of time you should be thinking about it is zero So if right. you're thinking about it at all, then that is too much
0: Yeah, it it is, honestly God, I watched seven seasons of that show
1: I think I watched six before I got fed up and couldn't be bothered anymore I was like, will this be gay? Probably not i'm gonna stop watching
0: yeah god are they still are they still tap dancing around destio
1: i think so it's on like season 10 i think they had to they could they couldn't finish filming this season because of coronavirus but they had um i think they got like six episodes left or something it's like it will uh, never end
0: they're they're in their 15th season wait currently. 15
1: fuck okay jesus yeah
0: so, are you. Oh my God! How does, how does it feel to know that you have watched less than all, less than half of Supernatural?
1: Just really bizarre. I think Just fundamentally wrong. Um,
0: right. Like, and me, I watched. I watched seven seasons, and I still have seen less than half. Mhm.
1: They really. Yeah, it's amazing that it is still going. I don't even know who watches it. Who's the core demographic these days?
0: Uh, I'm told Travis McElroy.
1: That does not surprise me in any way.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I had to unfollow him last year because he was live tweeting every episode that he watched. Yeah. Which is like, listen, I get it, but also, like, I, I, I stopped doing live tweets of things I was watching in, like, 20, 2011, and I was, like, 17 at the time.
1: See, that's very sensible. I will do a live tweet thread if I'm watching the very good TV series Love Island. But apart from that, I would not I would not live
0: tweet. I'm (laughs) not like I'm not like above doing like a a thread of that. Like I had like a I did like a Death Note thread when I watched that back in like late last year. But like that was like a thread I updated once every couple of days and like Mm. with like two or three posts when I did update it and not like fifteen posts per episode.
1: (laughs) I will say, um, Travis McElroy, talking about his opinions on Supernatural, is, like, the thing I would most, the thing I would least like to read out of possibly anything, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Def- Antithetical to my heart and soul, I think. just Yeah, definitely. Like complete a- brain garbage.
0: Yeah, I have no desire to hear what this man thinks of. Uh, uh, I have no desire what this man think to hear what this man thinks about the character of Bobby.
1: Yeah. Oh my God! God.
0: Remember how that show was supposed to end after five seasons, and now yeah. it's three times as long.
1: I mean, three times as good, obviously. <laughs> yeah, three definitely. Times as long. <laughs> I think it That's should what? have ended. It should have ended like the end of season five was like you know kind of right. It it's like this could end end and this would be fine
0: is that the one with was that the one with hey ass butt because that's a line that does still make me laugh every time i think about it uh that might have been that might have been season seven though i i i'm getting my i i'm getting my series finales season because that show has had like so many series finales episodes
1: yeah i'm i just think it could have ended at any time and it would have been better
0: yeah, literally at any time that show could have ended, but we we spent far. I think too much they should have
1: trying... just cancelled it halfway through season six, and I would have been fine with that.
0: <laughs> they should have had an end with the episode where they go where they like go they go into the real world and uh, the the through the looking glass episode. Oh yeah, that that should have been the series finale, and they should have just had they should have just gone to the real world and then died in real life, and then that's the end of the show.
1: <laughs> I did for my um for my Scooby Doo podcast. We did Scooby Natural.
0: Oh yeah, um, how was that?
1: not not good i did not care for it every time jensen act because it's like season 13 i think
0: jesus
1: um every time jensen ackles says anything i just feel an overwhelming sense of pity at like the emptiness in his eyes he he just wants to move on but he can't he's been trapped there which in itself is kind of like a haunting
0: yeah
1: they've been forced to haunt the show supernatural
0: i've said it many times before i genuinely can't wait for that show to be over so the jensen ackles can get back to actually acting in horror movies because i think he's actually good in them yeah uh, and i also can't wait for jared Padalecki to just disappear off the face of the fucking earth
1: yeah i wish he would just go somewhere just go away basically
0: yeah but okay so that's our fu- that's our that's our weekly allotment of 10 minutes of supernatural <laughs> talk <laughs>
1: This is what people are here for um, <laughs> yeah
0: but so we we find out that they, they they took down the witch with their arrow made of child tears or whatever yeah and tears then, of the innocent <laughs> yeah and then it turns out that it was all an elaborate ruse and their friends uh bunst and uh um what's the other person's name hiddick H- hiddick maybe
1: i have no idea what anyone's name is for most of this movie
0: that's, yeah, I, like, half of these are just me call. like, all of my notes are just me calling them by their actor names, except for Will and Jake, because they say their names 50,000 times.
1: <laughs> like Pokemon, yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wilgr- Wilgrim does sound like a Pokemon, like, if you say it, like, with the accent on the wrong part of it. Mm-hmm. Wilgrim. Wilgrim. And it's got, like, a, it's got, like, a, uh hmm... It's got, like, one of those, like, those hats that with the buckle on it. it and yes. Yeah, it's a Wilgrim.
1: Wilgrim. Aw. I'd collect it. <laughs> I'd ba- I battle it.
0: Yeah, me too. Uh... <laughs> um, But there's a funny scene here where the two guys are like, hey, we're tired of getting a tenth. We, we want two times ten. That's twenty. So give us a twentieth. And Will's like, oh, okay, yeah, you can have that.
1: Because it's less. It's get... less money. Yeah, because they are they are in the business. Did we say that they're in the business of faking faking things? Yeah, paintings?
0: they've been doing fraudery. They've been doing japes to. They've been they've been pretending to bust. They've been pretending to ghost bust.
1: Yeah, but actually, they are the ghosts. So yeah,
0: they make the ghosts up themselves. Yeah, and they have a party to celebrate their big money take. Uh, and they're like, yeah, let's get drunk and shit faced and. Uh, what, what happens? the the the, the French co- what what is it? The German cops show up and they're like, "Hey." No.
1: Well, they're in the no, they're, so they're in this German pub and they're like, they're all drinking and J- uh, Jake nearly spills the beans. He's like, "Yeah, very lucrative." Um, Will's like, "I'm gonna have sex with these twins. It's fine." <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the French uh, the French uh, army arrives and is like gonna chill out in the pub and everyone gets super depressed because they're obviously invaders Um, but the band starts like the french national anthem and jake calls them frogs and illy gets in trouble yeah (laughs) but luckily they're
0: they're they're less useful than the real frogs that we see in this which honestly an insult to frogs which there is a very helpful one in this movie (laughs) that i love to see
1: (laughs) grandmother toad yes. grandmother toad
0: is so great I know. Um, but then uh, the the French soldiers just chill the fuck out, and then the uh, uh, the Italians bust in.
1: Yeah, there's this Italian torture guy who's called, like, yeah. Garibaldi. Ka- Ka- pa- Cavaldi,
0: I Cavaldi? think? Cavaldi? Yeah. He's just
1: here. I honestly don't know what his deal is for most of this movie.
0: His deal is eating the scenery and being Peter Stormare.
1: <laughs> he... He's great. He says a lot of things in a very loud voice. Um I can understand maybe 80% of what he says, which is yeah. more than the French general, but I struggle, I think.
0: Yeah, but there's like a, there's like a small fight and he gets in he captures them and takes them to the French general who is the uh, the 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 fucking the High Sparrow from Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, he's called Le... Le... Something Le Tombre
0: <laughs> Yeah that, he, I, In my, my notes He's just the general Yeah
1: um,
0: They say I, his name a
1: lot They're like Oh, yeah, d- oh Le General Le Tombre And everyone's yeah. like Oh la la yes. Yeah
0: Yeah <laughs> But uh, So they They take them they, They're like Hey There are these two fuckers Who are uh, The French general Is like Hey uh, I'm gonna put you to death Because You're doing <laughs> you're, you're doing some Japery And that's That carries the death penalty but and also we're going to put your friends in some like glass some fucking uh head cages of mensis and dip them into sli- and dip them into hot slime
1: yeah so i don't know where this is that we keep going to where the general is is it like a castle or something cuz i don't think there's any establishing shots but he I, does have a big torture hole in the ground.
0: <laughs> yeah, a big torture hole specifically for lowering uh, people with head cages filled with snails into.
1: Yeah, why are the snails there? Is it just to be kind of gross? Or are they, like, feeding the snails for consumption because of are French?
0: Not, I'm not really sure. That, that's honestly, yeah, they might, they're, they're killing two birds with one stone. They're kill they're, they're boiling the prisoners' heads and also boiling the snails for, for escargot.
1: What we know about this general is that he loves food, and he loves to think and eat food, so.
0: He loves food, he loves to eat just about anything, he loves to eat raw kitten meat.
1: Yeah, he just, he'll give anything a try, you know, he's an experimental, uh gas mm-hmm. gastro person. He's like, I'll try anything once. He doesn't like sauerkraut though, so he's obviously wrong about things. Um there's a line in the scene where the German peasant woman is like, I gutted the pigs myself and <laughs> I will I think about that line a lot. It just plays on my head <laughs> often.
0: Don't <laughs> feel when you gut the pigs yourself.
1: Yeah. I but think so it's... he is this an um with this film and Van Helsing, there's a lot of lines that just play in my head frequently and mm-hmm. it, honestly, it's torture.
0: <sighs> oh, sorry. <laughs> my my coffee is not... I had a huge fucking cup of coffee and it's not, like, doing anything.
1: You've become resistant. Resistant I, to yeah, coffee. This,
0: this is what I get when I drink my 32-ounce cup of coffee every other day. <laughs> hold on let me let me do a quick conversion what 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 is your what is your measurement of cups in in the uk
1: milliliters or pints i
0: guess uh so yeah it's about a liter of coffee
1: that's too much coffee that is like (laughs) i don't know that's like just shoving adrenaline straight into your heart like in pulp fiction but it doesn't do anything (laughs) If it doesn't do anything, you might have just destroyed like your adrenal gland. It's
0: That's entirely gone. possible. Yeah, no more. <laughs> no you can more no longer blend.
1: you no longer get adrenaline. Your body's just like, no, can't do it anymore. Caffeine does nothing.
0: <laughs> I wouldn't blame it. <laughs> but so uh the general is like, hey, I won't kill you if you go to this town called Marbaden and uh, take care of these guys who've been impostering you. They've killed nine children,
1: <laughs> just like they do. So,
0: yeah, and uh, then we get to see. Um, we cut from that to Hansel and Gretel walking through the woods, um, and we see some. We see the. We see some of some of the first of many excellent CGI scenes.
1: Yeah, with
0: a really good looking computer generated scarf.
1: Oh yeah, the scarf is very good.
0: Yeah, see, like.
1: I th- I think they do, like, in the beginning when they've got the witch scene, I feel mm. like they're using more practical effects because they want Definitely. to make it look different. But I think it looks better than a lot of the scary things that happened in the rest of the movie. Oh, 100%. So, yeah, I guess 2005 was that time when everyone just wanted to use CGI, even though it looked terrible because it was, like, the new thing.
0: Uh, hold on, I need to look I'm just curious what the what the budget of this was Compared to Pirates of the Caribbean okay, uh, uh, Only 30 million less But it looks so much worse in my opinion
1: Well this is Terry Gilliam You know, he He should be able to do good effects He did Brazil and that was like You know, that was really old was And had all these at. really great effects And all this sort of interesting practical stuff But with this he was like, we'll just We'll just use CGI yeah pretty, well for like everything including birds and trees and yeah
0: there was a. Uh, i'm not i'm not inherently against cgi or inherently for practical effects but like uh-huh. at, at this time of movie making i was yes <laughs> because see, because unless <laughs> you had so unless
1: you bad yeah
0: unless you had the big bucks to make it look decent you were just kind of you were just kind of looking like a ps2 cutscene.
1: yes I will say I think when I when I saw this in two thousand five I didn't notice as much because CGI was just sort of like that. So at that point I was like mm, maybe it doesn't look really real, but I think it's pretty it's pretty good. But then I was also a fan of like the first Harry Potter and that has horrible CGI in it. So
0: <laughs> God, I haven't seen that movie in ages. I should I should go back and watch that just see how everything looks in that.
1: Mhm, it's it's something.
0: I feel like I have, like, the go- The way the golden snitch looks in that movie just, like, stamped on... Just, like, branded into my brain.
1: <laughs> it's a bit where, like, Neville is flying backwards and forwards on the broom, and he's just, like, a CGI boy <laughs> on a broom. It is, a- it is, like, worse than the first PlayStation game.
0: Just a boy made of nerbs.
1: Yeah, basically.
0: Uh, so they go to Mer-Breden, um, and... As soon as they get there, the people people roll out and just like about to shoot them in the fucking face.
1: Yeah, they're not and happy. Then,
0: and then some little Lord Fauntleroy child is like, "Papa, Papa, they can
1: help us, Papa." <laughs> they're the Brothers Grimm. They're famous. <laughs> <laughs> Again, completely incomprehensible accents because they're all supposed to be German, but they've all got like weird British accents. They, <laughs> they all, but like su- different ones.
0: Yeah. What what if your what if your dad was a what if your mom ran on batteries?
1: <laughs> like I don't know what accent Lena Hetty is doing in this, but it's, it's the Lena.
0: It's the Lena Hedy accent. It's it's Cersei. She's doing Cersei.
1: It is Cersei, but she's doing like a Northern thing where she talks like this kind of, and I'm like, but I don't know. I don't know what accent anyone is doing in this. Yeah, like the brothers it, Grimm. They have very normal like southern british accents but i don't know
0: yeah no one is speaking no one no like i i I regularly forgot that this movie like takes place in germany because no one because everyone just sounds british and i'm like oh this is vampire times yeah bad times, times where
1: everyone had a british accent
0: yeah exactly <laughs> listen if you go back far enough in, if you go back far enough in human history everyone has a british accent yeah that's
1: just that's why that's, that's, why, the, that's
0: why the caveman that's why cavemen would talk like oi grok me <laughs> like, n- me want stone in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oi gav do you pass me the uh stone tool would you <laughs> That's that is what cavemen sounded like. I have an archaeology degree. I can confirm.
0: Thank you for this confirmation. Uh huh. Um, and uh, the the we, we get like the the same thing that happens with the witch story, where like the villagers will get are getting together to like tell them about the uh what is it the the witch of the forest?
1: Yeah, like the witch's curse. I think it is.
0: Yeah, the witch's curse. And uh, there's a really good joke where uh they're. Where 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 the brothers are like we need someone to take us to the forest and then uh, <laughs> someone's like you can get the trapper the cursed one and then there's like a sound there's like fifty sound effects of people spitting and then the last yeah, one like sped. the, the last so one good. hits the last one hits a spittoon <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh <laughs> but they go to meet the trapper the cursed one and uh the it's it's Cersei floor map
1: yeah it's Cersei floor map she's here she's brunette now I mean I get. I guess she was brunette then. Um, she wears leather. She's very cool in this. I like she her.
0: She is. Uh, her first line uh, when um, when uh, Matt Damon, Will Grim is like. Hey, uh, the village is in trouble. Uh, Cersei is like, "You think I care about the village?" And then Peter Stormare goes full monkey mode and throws a knife at a rabbit that's hanging from the wall, <laughs> that's hanging from a rope.
1: <laughs> I do feel like every time they thought a scene didn't have enough like things happening in it, they were like, "Just do something weird." Yeah. Just do something weird to add like interest to the scene. So he just throws a knife at a random rabbit for no reason, and she's already skidding a rabbit. So there's already stuff going on in the scene.
0: Yeah, like. i'm gonna i'm gonna critique a lot of things that peter stormary does in this movie but i also think he's like my favorite part of it
1: yeah he's so good
0: um so they go off into the woods with lena heady and uh and she chops down she chops through some bramble with a machete and my my gay little heart did go thump did go thump at seeing that yeah
1: this was very pivotal for me as a child (laughs) i think
0: (laughs) lena heady with a machete
1: yeah i was like okay I'm interested by this. I just really like the special effects in this movie. That's why I like it so much.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and they find a big tower in the woods.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty cool. It's a yeah. pretty cool tower.
0: And uh, and Cersei gives us a, a back. Cersei gives us a backstory about how the Christian king came and killed all of the Green Seers, uh, mm-hmm. and then a plague came and killed everyone.
1: Yeah, there's just a queen. She's played by Monica Bellucci, which I think is just so good. Um, And she just loves herself a lot. She just wears a big hat and looks at herself in the mirror all times. Like, every day, every minute, she's staring at herself in the mirror and just going, oh, I'm so beautiful.
0: (laughs) (laughs) She, She is the fairest of them all.
1: Yeah, she's like, I'm the fairest of them all. Yeah. And... To be honest, valid. You know, I think she is. She's pretty attractive. So yeah, that's what I'd do if I was her. I would sit on my balcony and stroke my hair as everyone died of plague. L-
0: Listen, sometimes that's all you can do, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, what's she gonna do? Cure the plague? How? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she casts. She she's gonna cast cure wounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh. What happened? Uh, oh yeah, and then Cersei gets a. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. Jacob sees a really bad CGI centipede, I guess, and also sees mm-hmm. a tree move, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is really scary. We should go home." Uh, and we see, like, off camera, we see the, we see the man, we see the axe man, uh, who, we, who this axe man has been like following them this whole time. Um, and while while they're distract, while the others are distracted, he feeds a bunch of bugs to the horses. Well, to a horse.
1: Yeah, he puts loads of weird spiders on its face.
0: Yeah, um, and then we meet Grandmother Toad, which is a frog that we p- that that uh, Cersei picks up and is like, "Hey, show us the way."
1: Yeah, because she knows the ways of the forest and the trees move. So the only real way to know the way out of the forest is to lick a toad and ask it yeah. <laughs> how to escape, and it
0: will tell you. <laughs> I was really expecting this movie to have like a scene, uh, a scene where like where where one of the brothers, Grim, like holds the toad and tries to lick it, and then it pisses on them.
1: Mm, no, they can only just lick the toad. They yeah. they don't have the special effects budget <laughs> they, to make they it. They don't have the that. budget to make toad. <laughs> that's just like that's a step higher on the uh, on the film budgets.
0: They didn't want to spring for the. They didn't want to spring for the piss squibs.
1: Yeah, it's tricky, <laughs> tricky to use, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh. But so they head back to the. They head back into the into the town and. Uh, Peter Stormare taunts the brothers with food, and also is also making them wear maid outfits for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> like it's. I'm not even like offended by it in the way that I normally would be by a man in a dress joke, just because it doesn't like feel like any kind of joke. It just kind of feels like it's there and it's happening. <laughs>
1: That's yeah. I was gonna say this is a very Terry Gilliam thing, where things that would normally be played as jokes or would be very deliberate and like drawn attention to just sort of happen and you're not sure why there's no explanation or like there's no looking at the camera and going look at this instead it just happens and you have to just nod and go yeah okay sure this is happening <laughs> kittens okay
0: oh yeah the the kittens thing is so <laughs> we'll get there yeah um but uh one of the kids is it hans i think uh, he, he, hears someone saying, help me, and then follows the sound to the horse that was, that was, oh no, spiders. it's,
1: um, it's a girl, they're, they're all, they're all girls. Who right, only started.
0: girls get kidnapped, uh, so I don't yeah. know this girl's name, but, uh, the, the, and it follows the horse, she follows the, the sound to see Will's horse, and then is like, hey, I'll pet you, and then a spider webbing comes out of the horse's mouth.
1: Yeah, she goes, what beautiful eyes you have what beautiful, beautiful ears it is. she has an incomprehensible accent and it's definitely overdubbed it's very good it's and then great. she's like oh what a and pretty nose yeah
0: and what a pretty what a pretty web sack you carry in your mouth <laughs> and this girl gets like fucking foreverly tied up and webbitized in the in the horse's uh webbing that it shoots out of its mouth and then it also gets the kid also gets fucking eaten and there's like a goddamn vor lump in the middle of a su- in the middle of the fucking horse's belly and it fucking yeah. sucks to see yeah like, it's we, full we, like when the horse like pe- when the horse like trots out into the middle of the village to run off into the woods we see the horse like very we see the horse like temporarily just like stop in the middle so that we can zoom down its throat <laughs> and see the child get sucked down the cgi mouth of the horse yeah and then we just like we keep for the next five minutes we have to chase this horse and just see this like huge distended stomach that has a child in it
1: yep this is again very pivotal for me as a child i saw this and was like wow i'm never going near a horse again probably this is (laughs) horrifying
0: horses are the devil
1: you see, I like horses, but this film is trying to make me like hate horses. It's anti-horse propaganda.
0: Vorses.
1: Yeah, except Horses. <laughs> <Fucking hell.
0: laughs> um, there's a really good Peter Stormare moment here where he like he wakes up and like is yawning in the middle of just like sh- coming out of his house and just like bang 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 shooting his guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, ju- he's like, bang 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 bang, oh, and, like scratches the side of his head with it, with one of his guns, like, what's going <laughs> on? <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I have no idea what he's saying for this entire scene because mm-hmm. his accent is so fake Italian and he's just, like, gesticulating it everywhere. Yeah. It's good.
0: So they chase this horse, th- this horse into the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Angelica has a face-to-face with a wolf. Yeah. And, and, and is later like, oh, shit, the eye's on that wolf. But it couldn't be. Um <laughs> <laughs> and a couple of uh, a couple of Peter Starmer's guys get killed. One of them gets like a, a vine through his mouth, and the other yeah. one gets like get, gets cut in half um and all, he gets pulled the the guy who gets cut in half gets pulled off of his horse and the horse falls to the ground and the horse just kind of gets up and runs away which is incorrect because that horse would have shattered into a million different bones
1: <laughs> yeah it falls from so high it's just like, like it's horse, hanging in the air for like five full
0: seconds and it falls like right on its back like no that, yeah. horse, is, that, that, that horse is a flesh-filled sack of a, a flesh sack filled with splinters now
1: I think horses can die from just falling over from like horse height. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah.
0: It, this is a very robust horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's a rubber horse.
1: <laughs> well, yes, probably.
0: <sighs> uh, but there's a there's a good joke there's a good joke where Peter Stormer is like really scared and he's like, Hey, my two guys, I need you to help me. Uh, I command you, fall in and then the the guy who got cut in half falls out of the tree. Yeah, and this is what my notes say. This movie, pretty good.
1: <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I mean, I'm not sure if it's good or bad, but it's definitely yeah. memorable, it's... and I like to think about it.
0: Yeah, um, and this at this point, Stormer like takes them back to the general, uh, and. The fucking, the general's like, hey, these guys fucking suck. Uh, I don't believe what you say about this shit being real. And Peter Stormare is going to blend Cersei into a fine paste with his drill contraption. Just Uh, a
1: big, a big human whisk, basically.
0: Yeah. And he goes on this, like, tirade about how he's, like, the most, the most, like, Like sound and competent and calm person. And then the cat crawls on his foot and it meows and it scares the shit out of him. He kicks the cat into the blender and it explodes. And I was so sad about this. Like, I saw this kitten like because, like, we see a couple of establishing shots of the kitten, of it just, like, mm-hmm. prowling around the area, just, like, clumsily. And, like, oh, funny joke's gonna happen with this little guy. And then the funny joke was the cat being shattered into a billion <laughs> pieces.
1: being completely blended and landing on the French general, who then puts it in his mouth and it's like, oh, mm. très bien. <laughs> <laughs> Kitten meat. There's a great scene just before this where he's, like, talking to a bunch of Parisian people just sitting at a table. Um, and then the the Italian man, what's his oh, yeah. name? Peter Stormer. Yeah, Peter Stormare. <laughs> He just interrupts them and runs in. And then um, the general's very <laughs> displeased. He's like, they were Parisian.
0: He's like, hey, hey, the general, I speak of the Italian. Uh, I have a wig on and there's only, I have a big <laughs> oh, cut blood. on the side of my head.
1: Yeah. And, and he says, just, hey, let's go
0: Mets, baby. Love the Mets.
1: This film just has an... I don't know, completely confusing, incomprehensible, just disdain for the French. (laughs) It's just what I get from this. They come in and they've got all these little French valets and all these French servants and all these French people wearing silly wigs. And the film is like, look at these horrific French people. (laughs) (laughs) You must hate them. They are despisable.
0: Just the worst.
1: Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> they will eat kittens this is what the french do
0: <laughs> yeah um and then they get into a fight about uh will, will and jake get into a fight about because jake's like hey we're gonna save your sisters cersei and then will is like her sisters are fucking dead we can't bring people back from the dead dipshit motherfucker idiot
1: yeah well because yeah, Jake really wants it to be a fairy tale. He's like, shit, this is a real fairy tale. And we've got a we got to carry out the fairy tale tropes in order to complete the story. Mm-hmm. And um and Will is like, I hate you. You're the worst brother. You killed our sister and now you're going to kill other people. Why are you like this? I hate you. You're the worst.
0: Yeah. And they then they fuck off into the woods to try and get into the tower. Yeah. And they're using a catapult to like fling a J- to fling like a fucking Mythbusters Buster doll into the tower. <laughs> <laughs> There's a scene where Will where uh, Will sees this this Jacob doll and it flying to the tower. He's like, "No, Jacob, my brother!" And then he turns it over and it's just a fucking dummy that has Jacob's face painted on it.
1: Yeah, it's good. I can't <laughs> believe he didn't realize it was his brother for like two minutes
0: (laughs) it's it's very it's very uh it's very the joker taking off his mask to reveal that he is the joker to heath or to um to uh uh two-face in the dark knight yeah it's like we can see it's you (laughs) have you have you played have you played resident evil 4
1: um i've seen someone play resident evil 4
0: okay are you do you know that scene where leon and ada have their face to face for the first time with those exploding glasses and shit um,
1: vaguely, yeah.
0: There, there's just a part in that scene where Le- where Ada takes off her glasses, and uh, that at the, and like we've seen, we know what Ada looks like. We've seen her. We we fucking we we remember her from Resident Evil Two, and then we he, she takes off her like glasses, which were not even like hiding her eyes, and Leon's like Ada, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's very funny.
1: It's that sort of Clark Kent thing, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's like, it is. What's the
1: minimum disguise that will confuse people?
0: Absolutely. <laughs> but um, oh, where where was I? Sorry, I just got lost in my notes. Uh, oh yeah, they they get into a fuck. Uh, Will and Jake get into a fucking fist fight about the about what about what they're doing.
1: Yeah, uh, Jacob's just like, "Will you believe in me? Please believe in me." um yeah he's like please believe in me you're supposed to be my brother and you're supposed to you're supposed to support my endeavors like catapulting myself up into a tower and then colliding with a stone wall
0: <laughs> yeah killing me instantly uh-huh <laughs> um they get into a fist right, but then we're back in the town right and then the crow fucking steals a child's eyes and mouth
1: yeah, this was extremely distressing to me as a child. This was my least favorite bit. I did not like faces being removed.
0: Yeah, the, the Matrix, it, it's fucked up when it happens in the Matrix.
1: Yes, yeah, exactly. It's the identical sort of scene where, like, the face goes and he's, and, like, whoever's been defaced is, like, struggling and their mouth is like, and I'm like, nope. No, nope. don't don't yep. care for this. Don't like it. Don't and this,
0: don't want to think about it. Yep. And, and at this point, Lena Cersei is like, "Hey, Peter Stormare, fucking let me help this child." And Peter Stormare says no, so she beats the shit out of him. And is like, "Child, come <laughs> yeah. here. I'll help you." <laughs> and the 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 child loses its eyes and mouth, and those eyes and mouth go into a. Gingerbread, ma- uh, uh, Well, a puddle of sludge that uh, climbs out of the well and steals the child and sucks, slurps the child into its body and turns into the gingerbread man.
1: Yeah. And then
0: it takes a bite of itself and says, Mmm, I'm yummy! And then fucking says, You can't catch me on the gingerbread man! And then runs off into the woods.
1: Uh-huh. Which I think you can agree is excellent dialogue.
0: Yeah. I, you know what? I love when it happens in... Uh, I love when it happens in Shrek. I love when it happens in this movie, and they are. Ba- when when did Shrek come out? Was Shrek two thousand one
1: before this? Yeah, I think so.
0: Wow, Shrek Shrek was pre nine eleven.
1: Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> could Could the original Shrek have been written in a in a post nine eleven world? I don't think so.
0: You know, I think <sighs> you're right
1: uh-huh why is no one talking about this
0: no one's talking yeah. about
1: it. <laughs> just the lie where she goes mm, i taste good in like the most cbbc children's television show voice <laughs> is just <laughs> another of those lines that lives in my head at all times
0: <laughs> it's such a weird scene
1: <laughs> i think many films are not brave enough to do something like this. many films aren't uh, brave
0: enough to have a child be turned into a gingerbread man <laughs>
1: yeah like a dirt gingerbread man that eats itself and then runs into a well Mm -hmm. who else who else could make this
0: uh, but, so, the, uh, Will and Jake reach the top of their tower, and they're like, okay, cool, let's fuck around in here. Uh, there's a fun scene where they're, where, uh, Will and Jake are like, uh, okay, we just, I think, I don't think the catapult's gonna work, let's try a grappling hook, and the two guys, uh, the two other guys, the fucking Pirates of the Caribbean, Goofy Pirates guys, are like, oh yeah, we'll go back to town to find one, and they're like, oh wait, no, hey, guys, we have one, right here, uh, I found it, right here, and they're mm-hmm. like, uh, we'll be right back, we'll be back as fast as possible, bye! Bye! And that's the last time we yeah. see them alive.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The, those characters, we'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. But those characters dying felt like an unnecessary addition to the body count of this movie.
1: <laughs> it's just for like a shock moment. I don't yeah, know. maybe I it's because they wanted, once again, to tell us that the French are bad.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I feel <laughs> like a, I feel like the French general literally eating a kitten is like that. That should be like the extent of.
1: Yeah, TV Trips has that thing called Kick the Dog, um, but I think it should be called Eat the Kitten instead, I think. Right,
0: like, the the thing is that, like, the the French in this movie oscillate between being, like, actually just bad people and, like, cartoon evil people. Like, they're never good, but they're, like, there's, like, it's, like, you know, they're fucking, like doing like the like, like they literally they literally eat a kitten and then they're like okay we'll burn this countryside to the ground which is like a very like realistic mm-hmm. evil to do
1: yeah they're like you see the french do the evil of invading another country but also the more realistic evil of having a big torture room under their castle and also eating kittens
0: yeah and uh, also it-
1: burning their book of stories which is too harsh <laughs>
0: So they reach the top of the tower, and uh, uh, Jacob is like, "Hey, there's a clock of like crypts. There's twelve of them." And, it, and I'm like, "Oh shit, Undertale."
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs>
0: uh, the wolf is here. It turns into a humanoid man, um, and the wolf man puts Sasha, the gingerbread child, into a crypt, and the the, the webbing just turns into glass slippers for some reason.
1: Yeah, it's mythic, you know, it's folkloric.
0: Sure. Uh, <laughs> Everything
1: just happens because it's like folklory. Yeah. Uh, Jacob
0: climbs into the tower and he sees a horny woman in the mirror and he Detroit becomes horny. Yeah. And while while this is happening, uh Will has a fight with the huntsman who has the who has a thor axe cuz he he like throws it and like recalls it and throws it and recalls it.
1: Yeah, it's like made of stainless steel, which is very unrealistic, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, and I this at this point I know like this feels like the end of the movie, but there's still forty fucking minutes left. <laughs>
1: and it's a two hour two hour long movie, which yeah, is what this it could, deserves in this my opinion.
0: Could, this could have been thirty, but.
1: <laughs>
0: uh. Um. What what? Ha- oh yeah. Uh. So Will Will or Jake is in the tower and he's horny with the mirror, the lady in the mirror, and Will like with pinpoint accuracy throws a single rock up there and breaks the mirror with it. Yeah. Like he just throws it up. He throws it up forty feet and like with the perfect arc and also velocity to shatter the mirror. Or not shatter, but you know, like crack the mirror and break put the. Puts a den in
1: it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um so they make it out with sasha in tow and the they make it back to town and like okay so we saved the world uh get these children the fuck out of here they're, they the witch needs a 12th child and we just saved sasha so she only has 11 we can do this and then the general and his french ass uh army rolls into town with uh the heads of the brothers Grimm's friends <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. in barrels for extra effect yeah you gotta have uh, your head barrels
0: yeah. And uh they fucking they're like okay, we'll burn this forest to the ground and we'll tie up we'll tie up the brothers grim and make them also be burned in there. <laughs> um and uh Peter Stormare yeah. doesn't feel very good about his victory. He's like sitting there with the general and was like, "Man, this kind of feels like shit." Uh
1: Yeah, the generals are like, "Uh oh, this is there nothing better than to eat food by the light of the fire mm-hmm. after a victory. It's good. Yeah. It's good stuff."
0: Um, and then is this one the forest like explodes with, with not fire?
1: Yeah, there's lots of like explosions that I'm not sure what they're supposed to be. Yeah, there's a,
0: there, there's a, the, the, like the, the apex of the bad CGI in this movie, in my opinion, is when the, the Wolfman confronts Cersei and it just looks like fantastic Mr. Fox, uh, stop motion. Yeah.
1: And, and Cersei's it's like. not amazing.
0: And Cersei's like, oh shit. It's my dad, and what if your dot ran on ba- ran on four legs?
1: <laughs> I kind of like it. I kind of like his big like furry coat thing that becomes no, no, no. The it's it's good.
0: I, I like it. I'm it's just like the CGI that. Ugh. Conceptually, I'm a huge yeah. It's fan, not great, but it, <laughs> in practice, it looks like. Ugh. But so uh, <laughs> Cersei gets thrown into the river and Jacob's like, I'll save you. And then Wolf Dad throws like a ring of frost
1: into the lake.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it freezes the it's lake. It's
1: like a magic ring.
0: Yeah. He, he freezes the lake and steals Cersei and fucks off into the woods. Um, they're about to chase him. They're about to chase him in. But the, the general shows up and holds them at gunpoint as like, hey, Peter Stormare, kill them. And then the, And then he's like, I would like to resign. And the general kills him instead.
1: Mm-hmm. There's shoots a big... him straight in the chest.
0: Yeah, which he survives, I guess.
1: Yeah, because he's wearing the uh Oh yeah. the witch wears at the beginning. Right,
0: yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a manservant who started showing up randomly, uh, like, fully face-painted white and everything. Um And yeah. he's, like, about to kill Jacob, but Jacob uses the power of his Thanos axe to kill him.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, all you need to know about this guy is that he's French and he's evil.
0: Yeah, and then he dies. Uh, <laughs> a blood moon happens, and Will kills the general with a stab to the chest. And his his death line is: "All I wanted was a little order. A slice of quiche would be nice." Which yeah, is, he's
1: French. Do you get it?
0: Yeah, sure thing. um <laughs> And then
1: he stabs ki- him with a flagpole as well, which I think is very good. That it's is like, good. Yeah, you know meaningful then, yeah
0: yep but then Chekhov's catapult happens uh because yes. for because the tower starts crumbling and Jake is in the catapult zone um and like the ro- a rock falls on it and launches him in directly into the tower
1: yeah he's put the springboard on it so he gets that extra lift and manages to yep. get through the window
0: yep um what ha- oh yeah uh, Jake and Will like both Jake and Will both eventually get into the tower and are like okay knives let's stab this thing and uh, well Jake does it first and he gets pinned to the wall by the knife because the the la- the mirror lady controls the knives I guess
1: I think they sort of like the axe in that she's like enchanted them I think
0: That makes that that makes sense I guess it's yeah yeah. Um, and then and then Will comes into the tower and Jacob's like, "Hey, no, don't take the fucking knife." And then Will takes the knife. <laughs> he does. And they like get it's 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 fucking troll physics. Them like both floating in midair with the for- with forklifts, except for instead of forklifts, it's knives. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's incredibly bad to look at, but what's better is seeing the huntsman in the background with a big goblet of blood just, like, force-feeding old Monica <laughs> Belushi just, like, a big cup of blood, which I thought was... <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Very, very good. She's just, like, lapping up. It's great.
0: Yeah, Um. so Will lets Jake stab him because Will knows that Jacob is the one who can save the day. He believes in him now. Yeah. Um, and when Will dies, he's transported to the mirror dimension. And uh, at this point, Monica Bellucci rips the rips the crest out of uh, the Huntsman and says, "And says friendship ended with Huntsman. Now Will Grimm is my new boy toy."
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's younger, you know.
0: Yeah, she stabs him, but then uh, Jacob manages to like break the mirror and sort of break the curse because the Queen starts like turning into a bajillion shards. Yeah. And Cause she
1: was like Her her appearance was like Controlled by the mirror And the blood moon Hasn't gone away yet So she's still vulnerable
0: Yeah Right uh, And so the, yeah He breaks the mirror And the huntsman is like Oh fuck You made me hurt my daughter You you evil woman And he jumps out the window With the mirror <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah He's like This is the only way To smash this mirror Is to jump out the tower window With a yeah. big shards of mirror And
0: yeah. the mirror The mirror like Shatters and falls apart But the queen Fucking explodes <laughs>
1: Yeah. Like my notes say they, my- they wanted that good effect. So they didn't think there was enough going on in the scene and they needed a more significant effect to happen.
0: Yeah. Um and uh the fuck my notes say uh, Jacob breaks the mirror and the queen explodes, by which I meant like the queen is just like fragmenting and shattering. And then my notes say the huntsman is angry, he jumps out the window with the mirror, the queen fucking explodes for real though. <laughs> <laughs> And then we get, and then we get, we get the declining action where Jacob has to kiss Cersei to wake her up and save everyone's life. Uh, and it works, but Will is still dead. And then. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. He's, he pretends to be dead though, because he, he does the fucking lifeguard, the, the fucking pretending to be drowning so that you can make out with the lifeguard thing.
1: Yeah. It's gross.
0: Yeah. Don't do that, Will. Yeah, don't do that. He he gives he gets a kissaroo from Cersei, and uh, and then he gives her a kissaroo back, and she's like, "What the fuck, you piece of shit!" Uh, then, then we go back I to the. But she were
1: dead. I don't get how he's alive. I still don't get how he's alive. Magic, baby. <laughs> True love's okay. kiss. The the scene the scene I don't know up, if that, that normally works with being stabbed in the heart though.
0: Yeah, the thing that, the, this part about that scene that does make me laugh is, like, when, uh, when Jacob is about to kiss Cersei, uh, uh, like, uh, Peter Stormer stops him a couple of times and is like, make sure it's true love's kiss! And then he goes away and is like, or else it could result in, the ki- or else it could be the kiss of death. Uh, okay, g- get to it, bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then we get the, the end of the movie where they're, like, everyone in the village is is big and happy, yay, having a party! Um, Cersei kisses both of the brothers and is kinda drunk, I guess?
1: I guess. I think she's just very happy to have her sisters back, but also probably drunk. She's like, yeah. "You're welcome here anytime, brothers Grim."
0: And uh, then they go into the village and we're like uh, and they're like, uh, okay, we're getting out of this business. Uh, but we don't have a we don't have a dollar to our name." Oh, but what a name it is, isn't it? And then the the movie says and so they live happily ever after dot dot da. and then a crow with the queen's eye glass flies at the screen and the end card says yeah or, what what did the end card say or did they
1: it says or maybe
0: not or maybe not right it's not even like a...
1: <laughs> oh it's like very clunky it's incredible i love it
0: and that's the end of this movie
1: yeah, what a movie. What
0: you a know? movie. So, so a s-
1: much going on.
0: So so on a scale of zero to five voices, how many voices are you going to give this movie?
1: I'm going to give it four out of five voices. It's hard not to when there's such a significant presence of voices within the movie. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just think it's, it combines wonderful, wonderful folklore stuff that you're all putting in, you know, and it's also got weird French stuff, and it's also got a horse that swallows people. So it's got all elements that you want from a movie, basically.
0: Good, good and bad elements, both good and bad. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna give this like maybe three voices. I liked it. I, I kind of want to watch. I I want to watch it again, which I think bumps it to like a three point five. But I don't. <laughs> that, I just kind of went through a ringer of emotions with this movie.
1: I know I just I think I have a a preference for movies that I feel are incredibly bizarre I just find that good to me I don't think of movies in are they good are they well written are they pleasant to look at I just see the movie and I'm like how confused did this make me and if it makes me very confused then I'm like this is probably a good movie <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right so we got a couple of questions. Uh okay. the, this first one from uh at Janos Capavati, who wants to know who's the Vrisca of the Brothers Grimm. Uh, uh,
1: probably it's, it's the queen. Yeah, she's probably Vrisca. It can't it can't be um... Cersei.
0: The thing is the the thing is that Vrisca is right and and the queen is very much not right.
1: I'm thinking Italian Torture guy is Risca.
0: You know what? Yeah, Peter Stormare is definitely Risca.
1: <laughs> It makes uh, sense to me. You see, he's like, you're like, what What are his intentions? Where does his true loyalty lie? You can't tell. Yeah. Um, but in the end, he comes through. So, brisker. Yeah. Brisker to me.
0: Yanos uh, also wants to know, would you rather watch Supernatural but with the Brothers Grimm or this movie but with the Winchester Brothers instead of the Grimm's? Definitely this movie, just because the, this is like two hours as opposed to like 900 that it would take to watch all of the episodes of Supernatural. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot shorter. And to yeah. be honest, the two main boys in this, they aren't that like... Wild, so it would be probably fine to just substitute the Winchester brothers in and it would probably be just the same movie.
0: Yeah. at uh, Gigantic Larry wants to know who is the best clown in the horror genre? I'm gonna cede this question to you because you are the you you are the the, the the clown knower.
1: You see I am the clown knower, but I don't watch that many horror films with clowns in. Just mm. because I don't think it's respectful to clowns. <laughs>
0: Is it just I think I gotta default to Pennywise on this one. It's a tropey answer, but like Pennywise is kinda nutty. Pennywise with it. is
1: probably the best clown. It's like yeah. the traditional clown. Yeah. Um I'm also thinking of the clown in the first series of Scooby Doo, Where Are You? Um, which is a pretty good clown. I can't remember what it's called. I think they just call it the ghost of a clown because they call everything a
0: ghost. Oh hell yeah. <laughs>
1: um yeah.
0: All right. Uh so now we're going to do Ooh, rec-
1: American horror story freak show clown. That's a pretty good clown as well. <laughs>
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> um it's um to call it to call it a horror to to include it in the horror genre would, be de- would definitely be a bit of a stretch, but I'm going to say uh uh fucking the 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 clown from the Ace Attorney uh cl- case uh Big Top the clown from Big Top Turnabout
1: um, No, I love that clown. It's a great clown. He makes great jokes, and I enjoy them.
0: Are, wait, are we talking about? Oh, sorry, I, I, I'm confusing uh, the clown in that with the protagonist who sucks. The the pink, the big the big pink haired guy versus the versus like curly Moe or whatever his name is. He, he's a, he's a three stooges joke. The clown is okay, but hmm. I'm. I, it's been a while since I played that case.
1: Yeah, go through my clown knowledge because there's the one clown who has like a flower and he laughs a lot.
0: Yeah, that's the one who's a, that's the one whose name is a Three Stooges joke. Okay. He's a good clown.
1: Mm. He's a pretty good clown. I thought he makes a laugh. Everyone else in that case is kind of creepy, so he's like a positive,
0: yeah, positive element. The one good thing in that case.
1: I like that it was set in a circus. I think that's good, but the rest yeah. of it. The whole know.
0: rest of it is not good.
1: No, <laughs> it's a bit too, bit too anime.
0: Yeah. Uh. So uh, now we're gonna do recommendations. Do you have a recommendation to bring to the table this week?
1: Ooh, recommendation of a horror movie.
0: Doesn't it does not have to be a horror movie? My recommendation this week is, well, it it's it's gonna be it, it's not gonna be a horror anything. Honestly, my recommendation. Okay. It, it can be a horror movie if you want. It just doesn't have to be. Like my recommendation. La- what was my rec- my recommendation last week was uh, uh, Dicey Dungeons. <laughs> and before that, it was Super okay. Mario. And before that, it was Super Mario Brothers.
1: <laughs> um, what do I really like? that i would like to recommend that's a good question sometimes i'm like do i I like any movies i was
0: thinking Uh, (laughs) i was thinking about recommending higurashi this week but i haven't played enough of it to get to a point where i can recommend it because currently it's just a stock standard visual novel nothing interesting has happened yet but i'm not very far in um
1: well i will recommend higurashi then i will say you should play i would watch the anime because i think it's not great probably um, but playing the original Higurashi visual novel is great, and it's very long but it's it's a very interesting experience and I learn much about Japanese history and how that can interact with like the horror genre. I think it's really good
0: nice. Um, a bit my, anime sometimes. <laughs> definitely a bit anime at sometimes. Uh, my yeah. recommendation this week is going to be uh, 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 a game I've been playing lately, which is them's fighting herds. Uh, I was going to par- <laughs> I was going to participate in the it's the it's the it's the fighting game that was originally a My Little Pony fan game that got hit with a season desist. Um, and then they got Lauren Faust. Okay. Uh, they got Lauren Faust, who was one of the original creators of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, on to do, like, character design and stuff, which fucking rules. Um, it's a really, really well put together fighting game. Um, I was going to enter in the, the, the open online tournament for Evo this year, but then Evo kind of exploded because it was run by a pedophile. Um, so, yeah, it you know the tournament died for good reason and i have also picked up a really fun fighting game so yeah them's fighting herds it's like 10 bucks on sale right now pick it up play it play it with me i'll play with you i'm not good at it
1: <laughs> i will check that out i will have a look
0: hell yeah i've never
1: really i've never really played many fighting games mm-hmm. um, cuz i i play stuff that's like visual novels where you just like press forward mm-hmm. continuously yeah <laughs> but you know i'm always i'm always open to new games
0: Hell yeah. Uh, So, uh, Chess, thank you so much for coming on this week's episode. It was an absolute blast. Um, Thank
1: you for having
0: me. Where can people find you? Online and other podcasts and everything. Do you have plugs?
1: Um, Well, you can follow me on Twitter at hellmomete. H-E-L-M-O-M-M-E-T-E. Yeah, I can spell my own username. We'll put it in the Um, show notes also. Yeah. (laughs) Um, or you can listen to one of my many podcasts, um, <laughs> including Fred Says Fuck, which is a Scooby-Doo podcast, um, Who Watches the Watch, which is a Discord podcast, or A Song of Babies and Puppies, which is a very, very fun uh, Song of Ice and Fire re- re-read podcast. I, I love um, to listen
0: to A Song of Babies and Puppies. And it's
1: delightful. It,
0: it's spe- uh, Babies and Puppies is spelled wrong, by the way. It's yeah, B-A-B-Y-S it drives me
1: insane. And
0: P-U-P-P-Y-S. <laughs> I mean that's. I don't that, know why. It's it's the it's the classic uh, joke of spelling a word funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Classic joke. Um, it's a classic joke. We make many classic jokes within the podcast as well. So if you if you want to hear some good humor, you should probably mm-hmm. give it a listen.
0: Nice. Um, nice. If you want to find more of well, we are we are uh, fear baiting everywhere. That's Twitter. That's Gmail. That's Patreon. Um. Again, I'm going to continue recommending that you uh, don't. Instead of giving to us, you give to a bail fund. But uh, I am still going to shout out our patrons: uh, Kit Spindler, uh, Michael Kaiser, and Paul Bechtel. Thank you very much. Or no, sorry, Kit Spindler, Michael Kaiser, and Ducky Aisha. Thank you very much for your patrons. But yeah, if you're if you're thinking about giving to us to get episodes earlier, whatever, uh, I would instead recommend you know sending that money to a bail fund. Um. If you want to find more of my podcasts, uh, well, actually, no. Thank you very much to Seda for the intro and outro music to this podcast. You can find more of their music under People You Meet Outside of Bars or just head to gaygothvibes.online to buy some of their music. Um, and thank you, Blair, for editing this week's episode. Blair is on Twitter at Blair Kitch. Uh Seda is on Twitter at nudity, N-U-D-I-T-E-A. Uh, and if you want to listen to a podcast with me and both of them, you can listen to The Wonder Year it's an Animorphs podcast uh, and I'm also on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die a leftism podcast made by, foreign, of the Terminally Online those are all graciously hosted under the noise space.xyz network uh, owned by Matt Gamecube thank you so much Matt uh, and you can find me on Twitter at SunhatZhenya. that's S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A and I believe that's everything so again Chaz, thank you so Oof. much for coming on But until next time, I'm Sarah. I'm Chaz. And remember...
1: You can put a fucked up guy
0: anywhere. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.